Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results, the podcast that can help you become a better partner in your family and a self-propelled leader with inner certainty in your business. Now, here's your host, Ube Dakhorn. Welcome to Lift Off with Energizing Results. Let me start with an invitation for you before we dive in. This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, here we go. Today I'm very excited to introduce you to Lubna Samara. How are you doing, Lubna, and where are you hanging out right now? <laughs> Hi, Ray. It's a real pleasure to be here on your show and uh, on your podcast. And um, I'm based in central London, UK. Wonderful. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> there are more lands, I know. <laughs> All right. So uh, Lubna is founder of Higher Will, winner of Best Leadership and Spiritual uh, coach, uh, Coaching Company in 2021 of the SME Greater London Awards. Uh, she holds a degree in math and uh, MBA in finance and is a mentor with the Healing Trust. And I think your mission to transcend your limitations and unfold your potential is remarkable. So I'm very thankful I can talk to you today, Lubna. Thank you. Wonderful. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> yeah, pleasure is mine. So let's dive right in. So first thing I want to know is who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face? Our ideal clients are businesses, so leaderships and their teams. And challenge, um, the in my view, the most important, probably one of the most important qualities of being an effective leader is to have that clarity of vision. And it's not just about setting the end goal, but in how you're going to get there, the strategy that you're going to be formulating. And a lot of the leaders tend to be great at the technical aspects. They're brilliant at setting strategies, at um, systems and processes. Um, but the clarity of vision can get very fuzzy when they go, when people come under stress, you know. So, um, and from internal or external factors, and not everybody is born a Martin Luther King or a Gandhi, and who can basically maintain equilibrium, keep everybody motivated, pulling the team together, and stay the course for true north. So I'd say the challenge is how to maintain clarity of vision while navigating stresses that come with managing a team and, and getting and keeping them aligned, motivated, and pulling together in the same direction. Oh, much clearer now. Well, thank you for sharing that. Okay, so what, uh, because we are human, right? Uh, most of us claim that. <laughs> so, yeah, what are common mistakes uh, your clients typically make when trying to solve that kind of problem? So when um, problems start to manifest and their stresses on the strategies, for instance, and they start to not work so well, the team can start breaking up. If they're not a really strong team and stay supportive to the to the leader um the team can start to break up so and they and as you know you know we all have our own emotional patternings from childhood and people will tend to regress into these you know when when we're under pressure um so you know some will maybe withdraw and maybe start procrastinating some may become more assert overly assertive um some may just kind of decide not to come into the office and take days off sick so the mistakes when that starts to happen is most leaders who as you said are also human um, the mistake they make is not to maintain that equilibrium, in which case you have, you know, I see one of two things really happening quite commonly. One is they will start withdrawing from the team. 
and they can, they can come across then to the team. You know, um, they start distancing. They can start coming to the team as a, a bit authoritarian, and the connection starts to suffer. Or they're going to go in the other direction, and they can become maybe too emotionally involved with the team, in which case um, they may start to lose control of the team. And in either instance, the clarity is going to suffer. Because one is they don't know really how then they're going to come back on track with the strategies because the team is they've lost that connection maybe, and um, and the other side they become too emotionally engaged then clarity of vision goes as we all know, and um, so that's really um, um, it's it's a bit like ski. I always think if it's a bit like a skier, if you're too far into the mountain, your skis are going to go away from under you, and if you're too far out, you're going to tumble. You know, you need to stay rooted and, and and connected and in control so you can navigate any bumps ahead. It's navigating this, this uh, fine balance uh, between the two and that makes a better leader. And so wonderful. Yeah, wonderfully explained. So before I ask Lumna, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. Um, if you are enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So, Luna, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement with uh, that will help with these kinds of issues? Um, working with values, it's um, in in my view, it's nothing pulls a team faster together and iron out misunderstandings like working with values. And um, I have a blog on my website that's called Values and How They Can Work for You. And there's, there's a couple of examples and exercises there that they can do. One is specifically designed for teams. So, I mean, it, it is really to help them get everybody talking about their ideas, stimulates creativity, improves communication, and creates just trying to create a more fertile environment in order to progress a project forward. And what is one thing that they can, uh, what you can do on a daily basis so that uh, just remind yourself, we, could, we go into the uh, free resources in a bit, but what is it that, you know, something tangible that, uh, you know, uh, a listener can uh, can walk away and just implement in their daily life? There's a lot they can do, but I'd say the most important thing is to stay aware of how you're reacting and how to, I mean, I'm really big on, taking personal responsibility, you know, as children, you know, we don't have, we don't need to have personal responsibility. No one's going to hold it to account, but it's one of the rites of passage, I think, is in moving from blaming everybody else into being, into being sovereign and just bringing awareness to our behavior, understanding how our hearts are responding to certain things and not to just, you know, not just react to our triggers is one of the kind of the fundamentals Before you can really, you know, I mean, I, 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 there are free meditations on my website that people can do, and I love that. And, you know, of course, meditation is amazing. But when you're really upset, and <laughs> it's hard for a lot of people to go there. But I would say the first thing is start questioning. Am I, start questioning yourself, your behavior. Are you, you know, am I really behaving the way I, I, I you know, do I like myself? Do I respect myself? Ask these questions, and it's only you who can answer. So that's the main, that's the first thing I would say. 
Wonderful. Thank you for, for diving there deeper. So it's essentially sharpening your self-awareness about yourself so that you can use all the other tools that uh, helps you to gain that balance, uh, you know, that we talked uh, earlier on. So Luna, I want to give you also the opportunity now to share where people can find you. And also if you have your, you mentioned some free resources, but also if you have something else that helps uh, our audience further. Well, I have to say, I love the way you nutshelled what I said in a very long way in one sentence. I need to, I'm going to make a note of that. <laughs> but yes, um, it, when you when people go on my website, a pop-up comes up and I have um, a seven steps to clarity um, um, PDF, which has, um, I think it's about 17 pages. It goes into a bit more detail on the first step, of course, is exactly what we were just talking about as being sovereign. And, um, and and taking responsibility for the self. And then it develops that into towards um, kind of looking at the emotions, communication, the mental side, and then looking at activating potential, gaining that, regaining that clarity of vision. So that is one free resource that they can have. Excellent. And of course, we put the link in the show description so folks can uh, check it out. Thank you for sharing, Lubna. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience? <laughs> well, you know, when I first read this, I kind of, the first thing that came to mind is what is spiritual intelligence? But I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with the second thing that I think may be more valuable to your listeners is um, what does spirituality have to do with leadership? Because um, when I'm working one-to-one, they already got it. You know, I never needed to justify that. But when I started doing it more kind of publicly, I started getting people saying, you know, what, is, what, is, what does spirituality have to do with leadership? And the first time I was asked that question, I was like, what? <laughs> they don't get it. And um, so then I kind of thought, well, actually, it's not obvious. And so I developed like four areas that I work with, is which companies are, which already exist. And all these areas already use a lot of spiritual elements. So the first area is um, corporate social responsibility. That's clear where it has a lot of, you know, benefiting the community as well as the, the organization and creating that win-win. The second area is um, corporate purpose, organizational purpose, mission, vision, and values. Again, purpose, values, all very spiritual elements. So these are areas that can be developed. Um, the third area I work with is what has become known as servant leadership, and um, which I'm not I'm not very fond of the term because I think to say that to a leader most of the time that I'd like to take a picture of their face. But service leadership for me it's about and it's a very old concept. I mean, it's written up about in the I Ching to lead truly is to serve. Plato talked about it two and a half thousand years ago that if you want to be a leader, first you first need to know how to serve. So this is, again, very spiritual concepts, benefiting the people you're leading, you know, um, there are bringing benefits. So, and the last area I work with is the, is, the, is, is the personal responsibility that each one of us is like a, a drop of water. We can create ripples that are very harmonious and conducive to, the, to our environment, or we can be very discordant and disruptive. So again, that is a very clear spiritual area that is developed that can be developed so um you know i would actually argue the opposite it's impossible to keep good leadership and spirituality separate 
I like that. I really love that you highlight this. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we, we have this, this, this understanding and, uh, that, you know, there's a, there must be a spirit in the machines, right? So there's kind of like, so we already have that connection, but we not really, uh, convincingly do it in the business context, but more often, uh, than not, I experienced over the last couple of years that, uh, this is an, a field that is opening up to spirituality, especially, uh, the business. Uh, uh, in the business context. So I'm, I, I'm really grateful that you shared this uh, with us today and opened the door uh, to see it from a different perspective. And this brings me to my final question. It's a personal one. When was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why? Well, actually, um, not so long ago, I was, um, it's like two or three days before New Year. Um, I was lucky enough to be in Spain by the beach. Um, and um, I just kind of looked out on, on the water and the sun happened to be setting. It was just like oranges, gold and, and pinks, you know. And the sky was a midnight blue, which was weird. You know, normally you would not, um, with, the, with a new moon and stars are out. There was one person on the beach. He had a fishing rod with him, just sitting. It's so peaceful. And the sax player even in the background. <laughs> and, uh, and I thought, I was just like, whoa, you know, that was, you know, we all of us have so many problems, including me, and we all hit low points. But when you see moments like this and you feel how we're all so connected to each other um, and, and just the majesty of it, it's, it's, you know, it makes, puts everything in perspective and um, it, it, it's a great leveler. I love, it's just moments like this that make our lives really. So, yeah. I, I can definitely feel that. And thank you for connecting us to this beautiful goosebumps moment, this experience to opening up uh, our hearts. So thank you, Luma, for this beautiful goosebumps moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insight you shared with us today. Uwe, thank you so much for your platform. I think it just gives so many, so many of us people like me a chance to really talk about what we do and uh, and I think you're wonderful. I'm a big fan. So thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved ones. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at uve.com.com